Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Merv Hughes Fishing. The great man returns after a little break. Jason Kennedy's not with us, but we have... Wait for this, Squizzy Taylor. Jeffrey Taylor, uh, mate from, well, originally from Melbourne, uh, caught up with him in, in Darwin, I reckon, 20 years ago. And uh, Squiz, you, you're just six months here, six months there? Yeah, right right about now we are, because uh, Dad got a bit crook, but I was 24 years up in Darwin yep. and uh, used to coach a cricket up there, and that's where we met when we were doing a mile, I think. We took Merv out fishing and uh, to Bino, mm. and I think he caught he caught a mangrove jack that day. We, oh, we yeah. haven't caught one yet. Giddy up. Yes, he named the creek after himself, Merv's Creek. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, and then and then we've fished ever 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 since. Oh, yeah. So the, just been, the Classic. been mates for a long time. And yep. and the big thing about that too, uh, Kev, is that there's a change to Merv Hughes fishing the TV show um, next season, so series five. Uh, JK stepped behind the camera, so he wants to get into um, production work. Good uh, move, by, good move by JK. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I always make... said it's great standing next to JK because he makes me look good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Squizzy's, Squizzy's coming on board as a co-host oh, for, for Merv Hughes Fishing, so um, we'll see how we go. Um, got got a big show coming up. Freshwater Masters on the weekend, uh, Glenbourne and Lake Windermere. So Mudgee and Scone, Musselbrook area up in New South Wales. Going to have a talk to Matt Kaneen. Um, we've spoken to him before yep. from Gangster Lures, but. He's one of the organisers, so we'll get to him a little bit later on. But um, basically, just that time of the year, Kev, where where it's starting to happen, fishing everywhere. It kicks in, and uh, obviously the weather's better. The cast yep. is off the arm. You've, yep. you've got both for, for full use of both your arms under normal circumstances. Yes. Um, so you're, you're flying at this time of the year. Um, yeah, we're going okay. Um, we've got a bit of filming, so uh, we went up to Ballarat a couple of weeks ago. Um, had the the mine lab gear out. Um, just metal detecting. I keep saying. Wasn't mine. that amazing? That I was keep, amazing. I keep saying mine detecting. Very similar to fishing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the, just cover the, ground. The adrenaline. The adrenaline of Squeezy. digging up a bit of gold. Squeezy's oh. dug up a bit of gold. It's like did, when we go did fishing. You did you get a? Well, the bait reckons it's two hundred dollars worth in two hours. I said, how long has this been right? going on for? Oh, yeah. So I was like when we fish. He catches all the fish. I sit there and watch. And it was no, <laughs> no different with the the you mine. Do it well, yeah. You do it well. Um, and then uh, we're we're off to uh, Hawkesbury River. Um, so we're heading up there on, on Sunday, do a bit of filming for the show, which goes there in May. Um, so hopefully, uh, onto the Mulloway, they're, they're catching a, a few Mulloway around the, the 70, 80 mark. Hoping so, for a few kingfish, maybe. Uh, well, they said the, the kingfish haven't come in. So, uh, we'll find, we might, we'll find them. We'll find we them. may have just missed that. But, oh. um, Brim, there's the odd snapper through there. Uh, well, you always get your stingray and your toadfish, which I'm, I'm capable of catching yep. anywhere. Anything new in, in fishing in, this coming summer that uh, everything immediately yeah. sort of jumped into. Well, I've, I've only done the one uh, barra. Sorry, the the um, uh, freshwater. What was it called? The Dasha Cash yeah. with uh, up, up there at Malwala. Fantastic time. Oh, wow. yeah. So, so we did the Murrumbidgee one, which was yeah, which was great. A couple of years uh, ago. But we just finished up at uh, in Darwin. Went to Bino. Uh, we did four days there on the sea change with the uh, coal from Reedy's. Yep. And that was fantastic. We had four oh. days. We, we, we crabs, all, so many different species of fish. It's just oh. tremendous. Um, and then, then we, we went out oh. to the reef. We went out to the, yeah. the middle, so middle the reef. reef. Reefs and that. But you, you find it's like cricket season, footy season. Um, it's like any season. In the off season, uh, they've had the, the Australian um, fishing show up in after, up in the trade show up in uh, on the Gold Coast, yep. and all the new products are launched there, yep. and that's about I reckon April May, and and they're put in, and it's basically pushed towards that Sydney Melbourne market because of the population, yep. and all the new gears shown there, isn't it? So, mate, every every year there's something new. They took these uh, rods up to to Darwin off the back. Was it Shimano gear? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, it's brand new. Good. Still got still got the plastic on the doors. Oh, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> no. You know, so we so we use them and we caught so many different different fish 
on 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 Mackie on oh. the I can't remember what was the name of the the the, the smaller the smaller reel that we used that we catching the barrow on Corrado Corrado yeah. oh my god just fantastic yeah, Corrado reels stuff. Are, and that, that's the thing about Shimano if if you're looking if you're looking to get into fishing if you're not sure about it if you go in mate there's plenty of great products in yep. the market but yep. Shimano has got a really good name. Um, they're cost effective, and they've got entry point, and they've got top level stuff. Yep. So, mate, most well, of the year, a lot of people talk about think of Christmas now. I think yeah. about Christmas gifts and all those things. Yeah. And the starting point for fishing is a really important. Yeah. Well, the big thing is, if you go in and you're not sure what you're looking for, tell tell the bloke at the counter. Yep. What you're going to be doing, whether it's brim fishing, trout fishing, whether you're going to be doing beach fishing, all round, all round yeah, fishing, all, you're getting all, all round, round fishing, fishing outfit, whether, you know? whether whether you're in a boat, mm. whatever it is. The big thing is, don't go out and just buy a fishing rod and think, right, I'm going to get Kevin a fishing rod because he does go fishing. <laughs> now, if you go to Portland chasing tuna and I roll up and give you a a brim rod, yeah, just yeah, no, nah, thanks for that. Yeah. It gets thrown in the cupboard and and you won't use it or yeah. gets put on eBay in, eBay. in February. <laughs> uh, wipe the dust off it. But um, yeah, if you're looking for a gift um, and you know someone who loves fishing, you've you got to have an idea where they fish and what, what species they're after. Don't walk into a tackle shop and make your own decisions if you don't know what you're doing. Walk into a tackle shop and talk to the bloke behind the counter because what they want you to do is get the right gear um, for the application they're used for. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do that, you're going to go back to him. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. But if absolutely. he gives you the wrong gear, you're going to go somewhere else, ain't exactly 100%. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. All right, Matt Kinney's going to join us next to talk about the uh, the freshwater, the Australian Freshwater Masters and also a bit about uh, gangster lures, no doubt. That's coming up next here on Merv Hughes Fishing. Our special guest on this episode is a return guest. Now, we've not yes. had a return guest before, but we have a gentleman back from uh, from Gangster Lures, Matt Canine, but he's not here to talk you, about yeah, Gangster it's a long It's a long bow calling him a gentleman too, just quietly. Matt Canine, Gangster Lures out of Wagga. <laughs> um, what, what else he, he does is one of the organisers for the Australian Freshwater Masters. Um, we've got him back on to have a talk about that. Since we've last spoke to him, Kev, he's changed occupations. He's got a... A cafe, a coffee shop in Wagga. So if you're driving oh, okay. through, through Wagga, any of the listeners, jump into Jardines, go and see Matt. Um, say you heard him on this podcast and he'll give you a 75% off. How are you, Matt? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy, thanks, thanks for your time again today, mate. But the Freshwater Masters, um, you've been on board as an organiser now a, a couple of years. How's it, how's it coming along? Yeah, it's good, mate. Um, well, you know, we were there just for the last week, so... Um, it was the 20th this year. It's obviously started obviously 20 years ago by Wayne Lennon from RG Lewis. So Wayne took on the reins there and uh, um, and there's had a few other organisers in between. And um, I came on board as a sponsor about uh, five years ago and then um, sort of just said, look, when the bloke was, uh, I think the competition was sort of dwindling, dwindling a little bit, I said, I'm happy to have a look at it. I can enter the box full of goodies. And yeah, so now it's gone from uh, you know 10 teams to 31 teams and growing. So it's the one on the list for everyone to compete in now so it's going well yeah so i think there was about 23 teams competed last year 31 teams this year as you said the weekend just gone um the first two leagues of the comp were had uh lake windermere and glenbourne targeting different fish the third leg is Mawala in the second week of february targeting cod but yellow belly and and bass at glenbourne yellow belly at windermere successful weekend for you mate yeah, mate, well, well, successful weekend for you. You're the only bugger that got the yellow belly at Windermere, but we had to fish pretty hard for it. But, um, 
there's a lot of blokes that compete in that uh, competition that live in certain areas. In other words, the boys that were getting 50-odd fish, they live very close to that uh, Windermere. And then, um, so they're all over it. You know, they've got the sounders up the front of the boat. They've got everything and they're, they're pretty much dialed in. They can pretty much tell you. Uh, I've got one before it's even hooked, you know. So yeah. those guys that know their knows like, you know, what you've talked about when you film your show, mate, local knowledge. You can't yeah. beat it. And then, um, so, yeah, so those boys are all over. They've got that damn tiled in. But then they get to the the next uh, uh, leg, you know, let's say like the bass leg, and they're not so good, and, and, and which is pretty good. That's, that's the best thing about the tournament. And then they'll come all the way down south to Mawala where, and the grand final where they hardly get to, and they're sort of like some of the boys like us that don't get up that way and don't do that well. So that's where the um, Australian Freshwater Masters really uh, test the anglers out. So it's not just show up for a weekend and do your best. It's There's a bit of commitment to it, a little bit of travelling, and um, you sort of got to know your way around. And each year, as you know, we continue t- to learn each dam. Um, I think we've got uh, Glenbourne covered with the bass because we're continually bagging out and upgrading pretty quick. But as opposed to the first few years we went, but Windermere, we're just struggling a bit with Windermere. But once we're on it, I think we'll be... uh Get out of the mid-range oh, field we'll, and we'll start we'll, it on the top. We'll be a force to be reckoned with, with our team. Our team, tw- no, team 17, Gangster Lures, my friend. So, so you did well, did you? Is that what, is that what you're alluding no, to? Is that no, what we're getting back to no, here? We, it's Windermere, a segue. Yeah, exactly. Lake, Lake Windermere is after Yellow Valley. And like Matty said, um, you have three lakes that are pretty well spread out. So Windermere is uh, virtually mudgy New South Wales. Yep. So mid, well, central. Mid central, centre yep. centre mid. Then you've Orange got July. then you've got um, Glenbourne, which is west of Newcastle, so Scone, Musselbrook area. Yep. And then you come down south to Moala on the on the Murray River. So it's three like like Matty said, there's a fair bit of travel involved and the guys that go locally know their own pond pretty well. Mm-hmm. But when the guys get out of Windermere, go up to Glenbourne, they don't go too well on the bass. So different fish. And as Matty said, if you can crack the code, you do okay. So we haven't cracked the yellow belly code yet as a team, but um, to Matty as a skipper on Lake Glenbourne, just put us on the spot. So Matty, in term, if we want to make this cricket terms, which one's the T20, which one's the 50-over limited game, and which one's the test match? Oh, look, the big one to win it would be my whaler. Right. That'd be the... Um, I mean, I think my whale is the enduring one because it, you know, you, you got to work pretty hard for the cod that just lay under a log somewhere. They're not like a um, you catch the yellow belly and the bass where they're sort of you know, school as much, but the old cod he'll be laying under a log somewhere, and you just got to find them or find the spot and depth. I mean, a lot of people don't reckon that works, but like last year, Hughes and I we were down there, and I think out of all of them, I think we were the one of the most cod, 14 cod, but we only ended up one legal. So we found depth um, where they actually were, but we just couldn't get onto the size. But it's, um, you know, it's a hard yards down there. And then you go to the yellow belly, um, you know, you, oh. we, were sight, we were spotting them on the weekend too. And you, you got to take into account too, uh, these are native fish. So um, even though the dams weren't there originally man-made, these are native fish. So these fish have adapted to those dams pretty well in regards to even the breeding. So, um, those yellow belly, they've still got a bit of pash rash, which, which, which that means is once they've been breeding, they've been scraping down the rocks and against each other and all this sort of stuff because they've, they've sort of just had their spawning season. So, um, you get some that are out in the edges that really don't really want to do anything and, and you can see them and cast lures them all day. You might, may get the odd one, but, we found there on the weekend, and a lot of the blokes were, the, like they said, the, the bows, the pros that have been on their own pond at sort of 20 foot they were, and they just were all over them all day. And um, then you get up to the bass, mate, 20 20, like them little buggers, they hit hard. You can just sit in the boat and be quiet, oh, not much happening. And Great whack. fishing. And, yeah, Maddie, love it. Squizzy here, mate. We were talking to uh, Tony Bennett before, and uh, he, was, he, he was surprised how many yellow belly were caught. 
Oh, look, Squeeze, <coughs> it, it's hard, mate. Like, um, it's a hard thing. If you listen to all the reports in tackle shops, you know, it just depends who goes. Like, a lot of the locals that go, you might have a town that's got four blokes that go on there and they've got, caught ten fish or, and, you know, and they think, oh, it's fishing well. And you get a, you know, someone that's actually living local and goes and get 100 fish, you know, mm. they go, oh, crikey, it's really going off. But, look, I, I don't, I'm not surprised, realistically, what was caught. Um, I just wasn't, um, um, well, surprised with the blokes who, that, that actually live there and yeah. live on those ponds and catch a lot more, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, so, mate, um, a few of them, like big numbers, they're, they're getting 50, 30, 40, 50 fish in a day and a half, and then yeah. you go to the Bass League, um, and I reckon we cracked about 30, 35 fish, didn't we? Maybe 40 yeah, fish. Yeah, well, that's, where, that's yeah. the thing, you know. So, like, we only get up there once a year, the, yeah. both those lakes, and we've sort of got um, – We've got um, Glenbourne. I mean, you shouldn't get cocky, but I think we've got Glenbourne nutted out. We've, we've first few years we were struggling, but now we're all on on top of it. Got our depth, picking it, nutting out what's working, and and we're upgrading on the first day, which was which is pretty good. Okay. So when we say upgrade, the whole tournament's sorted after by um, so, uh, millimeters per yeah. fish. So it's not weight. So every millimeter of the fish that's it works out as one point. So for example, you get a fish that's half a meter long, 500 mil, he's 500 points on your on your board. So you score your best five fish at the end of the day or that leg. So um, your best yellow belly you caught. That's where those blokes will get 50 odd fish. Where yeah. you know some of the boys go, oh crikey, how are we going to compete? But I said that they can have 200 fish, but your five fish could be better, and that's oh. pretty much the answer in most times. You know, well, so. well, Kevin, Kevin's sitting there with a big smile on his face because that's his motto in life too: every millimetre counts. <laughs> yeah, 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 poor bugger. Especially, especially on especially on cold days, Matty. Especially on cold days. Yeah, oh, that's it. What um, he wouldn't be photographing that uh, problem. <laughs> uh, no, undersize that one. We'll throw that one back. Now, obviously, with the the Australian Freshwater Masters, you've got some sponsors. Do you want to uh, tell us who who sponsors? Is the the tournament? Oh yeah, mate. We got you know you got some great support. Like like I said, the tournament isn't just um. It's been around for twenty years since I've changed um uh, took on the reins and changed it a bit. The format, you know, sponsorships grown, um, competitors are grown. We're capped at forty teams. So you know you got likes of like uh, uh, Great Northern, Suzuki, Lawrence. Um, you've got Venom Rods, the boys there. See so a lot of these guys compete too. Yeah, which is a great thing to see. Um. Oh, myself, Gangster Lewis, we put a team in. Um, Marte, CO2, you know, um, Blue Ribbon Fishing. There's just a lot of great people that get behind and, and they see the um, see the benefit of the yeah, competition. I fish apps. So we've had Richard Yeah, I fish comps. Yeah. I fish comps. Got the great fishing app there. So uh, yeah. if you listeners listen, you've probably told them anyway. Make sure you download it because it's a great thing to follow all your tournaments. Yeah, um, yeah follow tournaments. And basically if you're going somewhere or you, <laughs> or you want to know if there's a tournament on, um, you can That's have a look right. at the, the app. The iFish Comps app, and it'll tell you, give you a lot of information. So, very worldwide good to have too. on your phone. Not just, just Australia, how many, worldwide. Matt, how many, how many tournaments are there going on? Uh, you know, in the millions. <laughs> is there really? Is there really lots yeah. and lots of tournaments? You can. Oh, you of... get a fair few, yeah. But I mean, if you're just going back, I mean, um, regarding that app, that app that you've got, um, that's that's spread out throughout Australia. So, but in, let's just talk about Windermere quickly. That's been um, oh, probably fish reasonably heavy for the last few months. Um, to the point where the caravan park were pretty happy because they said pretty much every weekend they were full. So it's good to see a little, you know, a little business like that, little area like that, sort of actually getting a bit of input with the fish and Fantastic. the way the water is. But um, you know, in regards to um, the competitions, I think the Yellow Belly Championships are on there not this week, next weekend. So they've got a grand final on there. But um, Glenbourne gets at Canaan pretty fi- uh, a fair bit, but different fish too, mate. They're hardy fish; they can cop a bit of a whack. Um, but at the end of the day, all these um, tournaments and what we promote too is the um, 
the benefit and the health of the fish too. So poor handling and all that sort of stuff is, you know, which... It's all catch and release. That's exactly right. And yeah. um, if it doesn't swim away for some reason, you know, um, your points don't count. So by having those sort of rules in place, um, that, that ensures that, you know, the, the, the angler is going to do the best of um, uh, in, in, in the future for the fish itself. So it gets a safe release because at the end of the day, if it doesn't go back safely, he doesn't get his points. So obviously he's thinking of his team, but obviously the main thing there is the fish. Yeah. Mate, a quick, quick question. How did Team Gangster go? Have you got a report card on Team Gangster? Yeah, mate. The skipper, as he said, yeah. Matty, put us on the plot spots, mate. I'm going all right. Yeah, and what, what about the rest of the crew? Oh, he's going all right, mate. He's, he's you know, he's likey. I don't mind having a sit down and have a beer with him, mate. He's a good bloke. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah squeezy what about his fishing? What about so his fishing skills? We, we would be after after the two legs. We would be about midfield, wouldn't we? Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, we'd be midfield, mate. Yeah, we're going all right. Then we get down on right. the cod. We smash a couple of big cod. We we bring it home, Batty. Mate, no, what, we'll whatever you do, on. make sure he doesn't call a team meeting. He called one up at the Barra Classic. We didn't catch a fish for the next two days. No team meetings, <laughs> mate. No team meetings. Mate, we had, squeeze, we had four days of team meetings just on the boat all day long. So, oh. And clearly, unlike golf, uh, we, there isn't a handicapper. You've got your own handicap anyway, Matt. Oh, got, it's, yeah. more, it's, more it's, it's more of an anchor than a handicap. <laughs> oh, it's both. Yeah, yeah, it's a handicapped anchor or how, an anchored how, handicap. How excited was he with the uh, big, with the big uh, yellow belly? Pretty good, mate. Yeah. Um, oh, how, how excited I mean, were we both after a day and a half not catching anything? Oh, you had a day and a half with, yeah. with donuts. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. So we had donuts for a fair while, and you know, you're watching all the boys. That's the thing. Like you watch these blokes that live there on that dam, pretty much, and you go, "What the hell? What are we doing wrong?" And and that's the thing. That's once you get those dams and those fish dialed in, time frames to be at certain spots and certain points in the sun, and then yeah. depths and all this. It all comes mate. into fact, and that that comes into every dam up there too. Yeah. So, and then my whale will be the same. Well, mate, the big one up there, a, a bloke can't remember. He said, "I think it was Duncan Smith." Who was fishing with uh, Pete Kerr um, in that? What what team are they? I can't remember what uh, team. They Abu, 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 I think they were. So, Abu, yeah. so, so he just said it's like bait fishing with lures. Yeah. So you're throwing lures out, and it's almost you've got to leave them there for. You know, normally the slower the better, but it's almost as though you've got to pause for ten seconds to to get the fish interested, give it a bit of a flick, yeah. and then pull. Yeah, so right. it's really slow fishing, wasn't it? Well. That's like anything. They've all got their natural instincts, you know. Like I said, the Murray cod, he'll sit under a log and he's a territorial fish and he'll sit under a log and sometimes he can come out and whack a lure that's more of an aggression sort of hit, if you want to call it, like yeah. go away, you know. And people think, oh, I had a hit, but sometimes the hit's just get out of my way. This, you, know, you don't belong here. And then you know when they actually want the lure because you're on for hell for leather. But then you go up there to, like, say, Windermere, and like you said, nice yeah. and steady, even say with them little um, ZX-5s and just, just steady little yeah. jigs and those sorts of things, just to get them to whack it. And they were just very sensitive, the um, the hit of the, the yellow belly itself, yeah. you know. Um, and the bass, and, I'll tell you what, the, the bass, bass yeah. the bass are like me at a smorgasbord. Why like, they just smash everything. <laughs> don't <check. laughs> Don't, check. Oh, don't like they, a train. Don't they just woof it? That may be the best they metal do, picture mate, you've <laughs> ever painted on this entire program. Yeah. And, I mean, at one stage there, we well, we got the two biggest, um, the 39. I mean, there were some good ones there, yeah. 42 wow. and 5. But, yeah, uh, yeah. My biggest, 39 or 38 or something like that. We both picked them up in the last sort of um, well, last half hour of the tournament or something like that. But just went a bit deeper, see. Like the day before, um, we were fishing in, what was it, like 10? 10, 10 metres? No, no, 6, 10, six 7, like 8. Six yeah, 6, 7, 8 metres. We went out to sort of 15, 15 to 22, 23 uh, metres deep, and you're just getting fish. Just bang. Mate, how good are they? Just on that sounder, they just, geez, they come up. If you've got a good sounder, yeah. you can say, right, 3, 2, 1, bang, you're on. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, no, that would be. Yeah. Don't um, have that trouble, mate. And that- 
and they fight that hard too. You know, the yeah. best thing about it is because you've got to use sort of light gear and they're, and they're pulling line off. For the, there's a few boys up there too this year too, first uh, go at the tournament. Yeah. And I just said, you know, don't, don't panic if you don't get much action on the yellow belly leg. It is a bit of a hard leg and it, it takes a little bit of working out for some guys. And then but I said, wait till you get on the bash leg. We'll show you where to go and wait till you get your first fish. And oh. some of those boys, you know, couldn't believe it. Yeah. But the way they carry on. They bang it. Wait, <laughs> wait for age. Hey, Matty, appreciate the your time. Fighting uh, Hararas. The final leg in uh, in February at uh, Mulwata. Look forward to hearing about that uh, when it happens. And uh, good luck with that that third leg. And uh, with obviously continued success with Gangster Lewis and the Cafe in Wagga. Yeah, Jardines. Yeah. Jardines. If you're going through Wagga, drop in, have a coffee. There you go. Good on you, Matt. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers, Matty. Thanks, See boys. you, brother. Thanks, Thanks Matty. Matty Kinnane joining us here on Merv Hughes Fishing. There you go, Matt Kinnane joining us from, uh, well, this time around, from uh, the oh, Australian Freshwater, Freshwater Masters, Masters and Gangster Lewis. Yeah, 20 years been going, and we've had... Um, so is it, was the prize like a big prize? Oh, yeah. yeah it's good. It's, okay. it's cash prizes. So oh, okay. I think the, the biggest fish um, for each league is, is about $1,000. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, the, the prizes that they get on board, so you, you listen to the, the sponsors, um, a lot of the... The prizes are cash money, um, so obviously there's an entry fee to to enter, obviously, um, and then uh, most of that goes back into the prizes. Yeah, and most of them are cash prizes. Yep. Are there people that just you know go from tournament to tournament to tournament? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they can be. So um, there's, there's a lot of guys there that fish. Um, as Matt said, there's there's a yellow belly tournament. There's a, been a couple of yellow belly tournaments at Windermere in the, the last couple of weeks. There's one coming up in two weeks' time. You'll find that. Uh, the guys that fish with us, it'd be maybe a third of the teams will fish those. And then when we go up to Glenbourne on the bass, they have bass tournaments there, and the guys that fish up there would, would enter most of those tournaments. And yeah. as as we do with Moala, yeah. um, so Squizzy's been up there for the Dash for Cash, which oh, is great fun. the third Absolute weekend. Absolutely great fun. Third weekend in, in February. Um, and the first weekend in December, Cod Opening. Um, so they have a, a big, big tournament up there. And I think they get around 3,000, 3,500 people up there wow. um, fishing. And it's all done by Tony Bennett um, through the Moala Footy and Netball Club. Runs a great show, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. massive. Absolutely Com- massive. Competitive? Um, competitive, socially competitive. Yeah, okay. Is that the, the, the Freshwater Masters, um, while it's, it's all about points, you heard it say, Every millimetre is a point. So basically, you can miss out. If You might be miles behind. If you go up and, and catch As you three, did, a couple of 39s no, at the But end. three or four um, metre cod, mate, that eclipses um, your bag. So if you get a bag of cod, because it's yeah. 55, if you get a couple of metre cod, that'll put you right up there. So fingers crossed, I haven't caught one in um, 30 years. I'm just about due. <laughs> <laughs> Merv, is it an invite only, these? Is, 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 um, Australian Freshwater Masters is, are. It's an um, invite, yeah. So basically, I, I know you love your fish, and you mm. can come to me and say, how do I get involved? Yeah, that's I'll right. I'll have a talk to, to Maddie and say, listen, these guys are involved. So they'll do a little bit of background on you. 
Oh, okay. So, okay, but basically, if you get recommended by someone within, um, they'll they'll hand you a. But like the average punter, say say say, there's a couple of guys listening to us now, and they say, "This is a great idea. Let's get let's let's try and get invited to this." Yeah. So if you want to do that, what you got to do is get the wagger, get into Jardine's um, coffee shop, coffee shop, yeah, have, a, have a cafe, <laughs> have a talk to Matt, <laughs> tell him you're a keen angler and that you're looking to get involved in some of the and I uh, might doors may open. Absolutely. That depends how much you're prepared to spend on the coffee. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, no graft or corruption there. I'll have the chocolate donut, thanks. <laughs> the most expensive yeah. coffee you've ever bought. Yeah. No, he said it's capped at 40 teams, and they've got 31 yeah. in, well, in this I current think, competition. So. Yeah, I, I think down the track, I, I might be wrong, but I, I, I thought he, they were going to cap it at 50. It might be 40. Um, so last year, I think there was well, – the first year I fished, I think there was about 17, 18 teams. Okay. And then it got up to 20. Yep. But it was 21, and yep. this year we had 31 teams. Yep. So it's getting bigger. Um, and I, I think there's that would a, be a logistics thing, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, a logistics thing. I was just going to say the thing that makes it hard is because it's so widespread, yeah. and people look at it and say, "Geez, it's it's all over the place." But one weekend you do two leagues, and the other weekend, and you go down to um, my whaler, you fish the Friday afternoon, the Saturday, and it gives everyone a chance to get home on the Sunday. So you take your Thursday off, uh, you have your long weekend. And you go from there. Yep. Okay. All right. That is uh, this edition, episode 21 of uh, Merv Hughes Fishing, the podcast. Squizzy, thanks for being in. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. You can come back again for the next one. I'll get a second run. Get a second run. (laughs) No one gets a chance to say much with you around. (laughs) Have you ever noticed how much you dominate conversation? Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we do. Yeah. (laughs)